0: In Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to the John DePedro show. Good afternoon. It is one. This is David Sarmatino. It is uh, The Chosen One. It's the John DiPietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at our website, dipietro.com. I want to welcome everybody tuning in uh, that is watching our Facebook live stream. Feels good to be out of the can. Uh, shout out to everybody in Cell Block D. This Freddie. This everybody. Thank you once and all. Uh, we will talk about it, obviously, a little bit, folks. Juan is free. We do have we do have a new date for the court date, by the way. Uh, different date for the court date. I'll I'll walk you through it. Um, <coughs> of which we will be be represented by our legal expert, Rhode Island top attorney Tim Dodd is already on the case. We do have a new court date, and uh, and I'll I'll talk about this what I can. But I want to start off and again thank you to everybody on uh, Facebook Live that was. Um, Quite an experience yesterday, but I want to remind people that this portion of our program is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. I'll tell you, one thing that they don't have in the joint is fresh vegetables that you can get, like you can get, at PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Uh, just fantastic. You know, when after you spend some time picking up litter on the highway, <clears throat> there's nothing like sweet corn, zucchini, eggplant. Yellow squash, tomatoes, and cucumbers. Listen, when you're making those license plates, you build up an appetite. And that's why I love PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. As Bubba was telling, as I was telling Bubba, local honey is also available all season long. And remember, folks, they have the Placata Green Giant Abravites in stock. Hundreds to choose from. Three feet, 11 feet tall, fast growing, and deer-resistant. They make a beautiful natural border. It's better than a wall. It's better than barbed wire fence. It's the placata Green Giant Abervites, and they have them. Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron at PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Vegetable plants and herbs, large selection, beautiful patio pots, tropical mandevillas, screen loom, full-scale nursery. Listen, stop it and see them. They're big supporters of the program. And they are open seven days a week. It's PR, Landscape, Materials, and Garden Center. Look for them on Facebook. And then also, you can, uh, gift certificates are available. Well, folks, it is Wednesday, 1208 in the Ocean State. We'll take a moment. Um, it is interesting. It's not lost on one. All right, so go to Ukraine. Silence. Trespassing. Trespassing. <laughs> All three TV stations, you know the Boston Globe actually had a good story. Uh, Channel six I want to thank were the only ones that reached out. I don't know is that is that like is that something the media no longer does? Maybe reach out to the person to comment. Ah <laughs> uh, but folks, we have a lot if you missed it, we have it up on the website depetro.com uh, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. which is brought to my home again consignment and you know what it feels good. To be home again, and and not on, uh, you know, home. Co- it, it's it's home again consignment, not to be confused with home again confinement. It's home again consignment. Governor Francis Shopping Center, fine furniture, art, antiques, glassware, jewelry. Hey, if you have an ankle bracelet that you want to first stop off at Home Again Consignment, stop it and see John. He's um there right. Also, we have a link on the. Uh, website to petro.com the home again consignment not to be confused with home confinement so uh, I do have a message in to John He was like hey listen Juan if you're going to be on home confinement we'll <clears throat> we'll get you the furniture you need make sure you're nice and comfortable he also does estate sales by the way but stop and he is merchandise each day I'm just joking it's home again consignment not home home again home confinement. Governor Francis Shopping Center. I love going in there because I used to work. My first shop was right next door at Sutton's IGA right there. Um, it used to be Sutton's IGA right there on Warwick Avenue. It would take me 11 minutes from my driveway at Ferncrest to go down Warwick Avenue and, and arrive at Sutton's IGA. And and when you're, you know, I think I was in high school. I was at Bishop Hendrickson when I started working there. Um, you know, you so that means you leave your house or I used to leave at 249 never thinking like you know there's not a penalty if you leave at 245 and actually arrive a few minutes before I usually had to be in for three o'clock um or never mind if there's a light or somehow there's some problem with traffic or whatever that you're slightly delayed but anyhow stop it and see them well folks um listen the video was right there and I want to just reframe this and I want to be very clear <clears throat> at 11 minutes past 12. Uh, the, the main focus of yesterday, yesterday, um, and the Boston Globe story actually is the most accurate that I've seen. It's also the most in depth. But yesterday was the three-month anniversary that Charlotte Lester went missing in Warwick. So she was last seen headed to that home on Staples Avenue on Monday night, May 16th. And just to go through the timeline now, She was reported missing on the 19th, her dog Chloe was found on the 18th. On the 19th, she was reported missing. At some point, the 19th or the 20th, Warwick police spoke with the owner of the home on Staples Avenue. And whatever was said, or whatever they observed, they arrived back at that home on Staples Avenue on Saturday, May 21st. This time With the court authorized search warrant, and they set up shop. That wasn't an in and out. This wasn't a -a Mar-a-Lago raid. They were there all day on the 21st, drained the septic system. On the 23rd, her truck was found, red truck, was found at Kent Hospital. (coughs) They were there the week of the 23rd. They were there, the police now, 24-7. They started with two police 24-7, no one in the house, roped off as a crime scene, as many of you have seen. So it was the week of the 23rd, the 30th. Were they there the week of June 6th? Affirmative. Yes, they were. And then the weekend of Father's Day weekend, which was also the birthday of Juan, sometime on Friday, I actually it was Saturday, June 18th, <coughs> that they suddenly left and so that was the first time they were not there so a full month very unusual did a number of broadcasts from there there have been several searches there were three searches literally hundreds of people came out for the searches the first one was memorial day weekend which resulted in the finding of some interesting items of interest behind kent hospital to Charlotte from Mark, where her truck was found, and then there were other searchers as well. <coughs> Excuse me, and then the final search was at Beaumont Park where the, the dog was found. And there was even a water search. So, on July 20th, no, June 16th, it was one month since she was last seen. On July 16th, it was two months. And yesterday, was three months. And so I thought at number one, I would go by on, okay, it's the three month mark. She's still missing. It's still a missing person case. I want to be very clear. No one has been charged. Uh, police have not identified anyone, a person of interest. However, they were sitting on the house for a month. <clears throat> um, and then yesterday was the first time that I saw the owner of the home, his truck in the driveway. So I, I would think, now there was some, she was known to frequent that home, Charlotte Lester. There was some form of a relationship there. <clears throat> he has never spoken to the media, the owner of the home, which is his right, by the way, but never spoken to the media, uh, plays fast and loose. I was told by the family that they reached out to him, zero, nothing, no contact. Um, would not respond to anything. So he was home yesterday. I saw him in the window going like that. So we have a situation where a member of the press, in good standing, while doing a live stream, owner of the home is there. Three-month mark. Maybe he wants to let us know what happened. Maybe he could shed some light on where she is. Perhaps he would share, why didn't he participate in the searches? Why hasn't he shown any interest? Why hasn't he responded to any media inquiry? Again, he's right not to. But opportunity was there. He's there. First time we've ever been in that situation, this individual. <clears throat> I thought it was an open invitation to talk to him. It's all on the live stream. Went over, literally rang the doorbell and went back across the street. And the next thing you know, we get the work police involved. So the new court date will be, and I I think it's an interesting situation. The new court date is now Thursday, September 8th at 1030. The original one was, I think, September 1st. That's now been changed. Attorney Dodd has notified me. Yes, it was September 1st. It's now the 8th. And I'll tell everyone ahead of time. I, I think it's in the same spot, which will be the Kent County Courthouse. Uh, we'll have plenty of time on that. You know, I think it, um, I just want to step back for a moment, folks. Now, listen, I, I also want what, to, what am I supposed to do? I'm on a live stream. You can see the video. The work police are right there. I remain a supporter of law enforcement. I do. You, you can imagine, I mean, every creep in the world <laughs> comes out of the woodwork. The message is the email. Listen. The bottom line, and the neighbors on that street just defy logic. the, the bottom line here is: this is not about me. <laughs> this is about a missing person, Charlotte Lester. That's what it's about. That's what it brought me there. That's what has brought us there. Uh, it, it it is baffling, bizarre. And very curious that certain people don't have a little more interest in maybe exactly what happened to her since people just don't evaporate. This is for for those that have been jumping on and posting comments. Listen, this is about a missing person case. That's what it is. I am a member of the press. I have traveled to Eastern Europe. I have covered... Various things you hear the different interviews that we have done. Uh, I've covered press conferences and so forth. Member of the press in good standing, there on a missing person case doing a live stream. Now I I I, I I'm not going to give out everything, but I I think I I just don't. It's not like this is someone. Um. So, by the way, some of these people, I, I did a live stream outside the police station. Are you still in jail? Yeah, am I still in jail? Have fun in jail. I hope they think. It's, it's a, all right. Great. Listen, granted, it's a misdemeanor. And, it, and and that's what it comes down to. I went and rang the doorbell. That's what it came down to. So, and then it, it was on. <coughs> 10, 12, 6, I don't know about the journal, the Globe carried it. The Globe actually had a very fair story, most in-depth. Channel 6 did carry my statement. I want to repeat, this is about Charlotte Lester. um, I'm not going to get too much into it, but I think it is an interesting case. If you start to do that against the press, you know, um, I'm not, like, using the place as a cut-through. No trespassing. Huh. Um... How many times has Tim White gone to North Kingstown on the naked fat test coach? Could they just slap? No, no, no. You're no longer allowed to come on here. Could Biden slap a no trespassing order on Pete Ducey? No, no, no. no you're not coming in. You're not coming in to cover any briefings. Nope. Um, there's a missing person case. That's the owner of the home. I wasn't loud. I was in violent. I didn't proceed other than that how many times when you're watching the news do you see the media go up ring someone's doorbell you know just to see if they're home and so forth so i i mean listen we're going to follow the process um i it, it, <coughs> the Warwick police you know I, and i've been getting these other emails like oh how do you feel about law enforcement listen the Warwick police they were professional they did exactly listen they did their job and i'm doing my job <coughs> So that individual, Mark Perkins, um, who apparently was adamant that he wanted to go after me like that, you know, I, I, I'm gonna just say this. I, I still don't understand what what would be the reluctance in let's let's remove me from the equation. Why would you not communicate with the family who is obviously distraught over the disappearance of Charlotte Lester? Why wouldn't you in some way Tell them what you know. Have some form of communication with them. I mean, it's just it's. I I don't understand it. It's it's bizarre. Um, the people in the neighborhood have even admitted that she was known to be there. Police have said she was known to frequent there. We've learned more about it. There was some form of a relationship. Um, other than other than that, I don't understand those notes to her. So so if I'm just removed from it, the whole thing is still. It's just it's just bizarre. It's odd. One would think that if there was a missing person situation, um, many times you know when you see an amber alert, you see people jump into action, and it's shared. This person is missing. He said there was a silver alert, an older person that somehow was missing. You would think in a situation like that, if you had any information, that could assist the authorities assist law enforcement first responders and/ or the family you you would think that you would be responsive if there's some way that you could help uh, obviously this individual is not behaving in that in that manner to say the least what is really puzzling are some of the I, I don't know friends relatives like I it it is. There's, there's a real story there how, how they just like rally behind. Like that's the person you're rallying behind. <clears throat> um, there have been different instances when Scott Peterson became the focal point with Lacey Peterson that was missing. I mean, good media on the front lawn. And there was no, you know, they weren't told to, to, uh, to leave. Um, <clears throat> it, is, it is odd, some of the individuals. In a situation like that, where they circle the wagons, I, I have to admit, that part I'm puzzled about, um, circle the wagons behind the individual who clearly has not been forthcoming, seemingly uncaring. You, you recently, you know you had the Brian Landry case with missing Gavin Petito, and, the, and there were people who were just showing up at the home, the parents of Brian Landry. And, and I don't remember hearing of media being <laughs> taken away in cuffs in the squad car for that. You know, someone sent me a message. This way: Jim Terracani, if Channel 10 used to hide in the bushes doing a stakeout sometimes. So you at Channel 12 with that Carnivali that wasn't living where he said he was living. And Tim White going up and questioning him. This business of, you know, it, it's it's not like, um, like I said, like cutting through or. I don't know, just like sitting in the back or remember that lady that used to break into David Letterman's house? I mean, I'm, I'm clearly there to try to get information on a missing person. That's that's what it is. I don't know these people. I don't I didn't know Charlotte. I didn't know her family. I've got to know her family. Brother Mark, cousin Kathy. They're very, very nice people. I've met many of the friends and family that have volunteered very nice family. i met her mom. I mean, they're very nice people. <clears throat> I just don't get this attitude. You know, you'd like to think that if there was a situation and someone could render aid, I, I, I don't know. I mean, is that gone? You, you'd like to think if you're on the beach and you, hey, we saw in West Greenwich where those, those police went jumping into the water, to try to save those two individuals that, that unfortunately, um, drowned. I mean, that's the people that didn't go in were people that couldn't swim. I mean, that's the, the nature of, I think, how we, we normally, you want to think you would do that. Last month, you had the hero at the, at the mall where there was a mass shooter and, and you were just a citizen with a concealed carry that took out the shooter. I mean, people like to envision that in a moment of, crisis something really important i mean i think i obviously am wrong that everyone you would want to kind of like rise to the occasion and do something if you were on the beach and you saw someone in distress and you could swim you would think that you would Race into the water to try. Apparently not. Apparently, some people would roll over on the blanket and put on their AirPods, and and their friends and family would cheer. Oh yeah, forget that. So you know, we we often encounter um, bizarre stories, and and this one, I I got to admit, I mean, this one is a puzzling one. Um, but listen, well, we will also we'll have our day in court. I have the right attorney. I want. I, I can't be any clearer than I, I don't fault the work police. I obviously didn't go there tr- looking for that. Um, it was supposed to just be a quick, hey, it's the three month. And as I go over there, wow, as luck would have it, there's this truck in the driveway. And I thought we'd do a, a quick live stream. Um, so I, I, I do disagree with the premise of it, by the way. I do but I'm not going to get into a big thing. With there, I didn't think it was the appropriate time and place. And and again, I'm not trying to, you know, I, I, I can't say enough. I'm just, <clears throat> I don't understand the some of the neighbors that are trying to, like, what, what was Charlotte a problem, right? Like there was something going on, meaning some kind of relationship. She was known to frequent the home. She disappears. The police set up shop for a month. And we had, you know, different experts on. We had retired Providence police, you know, Lieutenant Gannon saying he's never heard of anything like that. The amount of time they were there, so it's not, it's not as if I'm just like going off on a limb. Like, hey, I think they. I mean, for crying out loud, I was following the lead of the investigators, and I want to be very, very clear and careful. No one has been charged. It is a missing persons case. We will have our day in court, which will now be um, September eighth. If if what happened, if somehow that once again renews interest in the case, then, you know, that's one positive thing of it, is that it certainly at least her name's back in the news. I mean, that wasn't the intention. Um, I have made efforts to reach out to this individual. I've left his attorney messages many of you know when he was staying over with the brother we went over there and then we were you know then you have the all you can eat buffet jay there is this this pattern of people around these individuals who their first instinct is circle the wagons and and i guess maybe i shouldn't be surprised but i am surprised i would think my god you know there's a human life here something happened to her and you know the um, and that was our intent. So there is other news of the day. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I was stunned by the whole thing. I, that's never happened. I have never been arrested. I've never been charged. We we obviously want to do what we can to challenge this and get it dismissed. I I don't think it's right, but I will allow attorney dodd to handle that <clears throat> in a court of law i do respect law enforcement i'm well aware you know a lot of people have been reaching out like you know what is going on with first they have the raid at mar-a-lago and then um I, I i don't think it's it's something is that this this to me i see is a very different story i want to be very clear though um and i want to think by the way so many people have reached out but let's not you know there's there's other Things that are happening that obviously far more severe uh it is a misdemeanor at at best, but make no mistake about it i mean i was I was there because we have been doing coverage on a missing person's case. How many times have we been over there, and why were we over there because that was the last place that that she was headed to so um and i I recognize that um the owner of the home and I'm sure, you know, they and some of the friends can have. They think they're having a good laugh. That, that, that is a distraction. This still remains that Charlotte Lester was last seen on Monday night, May 16th. That has been the focus. That will remain the focus. It is, um, it's is eye-opening how much some of the individuals involved wanted to, you know, they just throw everything Nobody should be coming here. No one should be paying attention. You know, you had that one neighbor. I don't care what happened to her. I mean, it's just very, very surprising. Very bizarre. Very odd. This case has been from the beginning with several of the players involved. <clears throat> um, but I, I, we will do, I believe, at some point. I think there will be a conclusion on this case. At some point, there will be, and there's still so many so many unanswered questions. What was their conversation? What is that individual, uh, the owner of the house, right? What does he think happened to her? Uh, if he had come out, I would have. Here's some questions. You know, where is she? What do you think happened? When's the last time you talked to her? When's the last time you see her? Why won't you talk to her family? What, why were the police here for a month? Like, do, are you concerned at all? Um, I, I think those are fair questions. I know they're fair questions. I w- you would think that we had total strangers coming and helping in the different searches, whether it was the water search or the search at Belmont Park or the initial search that started at Kent Hospital. Complete strangers. You would think people that know her would want to be in on, right, like trying to find her, especially in the very beginning. And there was none of that. So all we have, if you go to the page uh, searching for Charlotte Lester, they claim that various people in off Elmwood Avenue section of Warwick have been or posted. Schroeder have been tearing down flyers, which is bizarre. I, I freely admit there are, there are some odd individuals here. Um, and, and, you know, I, I, you know I've been, people have been reaching out. I was just stunned more than anything. I, I was. That was not, obviously, I didn't think it was going to go that way. Uh, I still don't fully understand the, the whole thing. But we'll, we'll deal with that. In, uh, <clears throat> we will deal with that in an appropriate place. All right, folks, so that's what happened. I want you to understand. Some of these people are just, and then I, it's just shameful. These people that start, what, you're attacking me for doing something on a missing persons case? I, I, I just, I don't relate to that. I don't get it. And and they're just such a bizarre, like, some of the people that just come out of the woodwork, the people are um, sending me some, some stuff. What was that person, someone? Like, I, I don't, like, at the end of the day, who's this person? Betty. At the end of the day, you're you're laughing. And, like, it, it's just, like, you're covering and rallying around someone that has not communicated with the family. That, by all accounts, was the last person to talk with the missing woman. Her life mattered. And... And so they just start as a distraction, they just start attacking. and you're attacking what why? what what is, what, what is wrong? you know and you keep covering it. But like as opposed to what? You know what? you shouldn't even how about these people? Leave it for the police, the family. no one should be doing anything. That, that is ludicrous. Why do you think they put out, you know many times as we've talked about, uh, law enforcement, they frequently seek the public's help, right? This individual, <clears throat> who can identify? This individual, whatever, involved with shoplifting. This individual went into the bank. Uh, all points, be on the lookout for a license plate. Be on the lookout for this type of thing. I, I don't, some of the pushback on some of these people, you people should be quiet and let, you know, we, we're not going we're not interfering in anything, but that that's completely wrong that law enforcement don't reach out. I've had them on. Anyone with any information, there's not a week that goes by that Warwick Police, Providence Police, State Police, Cranston Police, anyone with information about the following individuals, boom, boom, boom. So this nature of you people should not be following it. You shouldn't be looking for her. There should be no one talking about it. Like, it's just, I, I don't, it, it's beyond twisted of, I, I don't understand it. It's irrational. And and there are people that just try to shout everybody down. Now, the Warwick Police Department address correction. And this is- Warwick Police Department sex offender fact sheet. Ed Sadowski. And then they have the below offender lives at, and then they have a new address there. So according to some people, I guess what the police should not be putting that stuff out? I don't like what 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 is the I don't understand the rationale behind that. Um, someone that uses Instagram very effectively is the Cranston Police. And cranston police they will frequently post pictures of an individual that they're looking for or they want to alert the public they have one right now on their instagram post cranston police level level two sex offender fact sheet and there it is um what's his name uh emilio feliciano Harrington Hall, Hobo Hall. There you go. First degree child molestation. So his picture is there. So are people arguing that we should not be seeing this stuff? Boy, Cranston Police actually, notice they all live at Hobo Hall. Uh, Alan Spora, he's another one that they have listed. But then they have, like this is Cranston Police. Around noon, a vehicle park, Dyer Avenue was broken into credit debit card stolen and then they post the picture of the individual so I, I reject some of the criticism of these people of you people have no business uh, talking about her you know here they have Cranston Police had apprehended that individual that went and robbed the bank so we it, I, I think um, and then you have these, these two individuals identify assistance needed to identify these two individuals and they have the photos there So, folks, again, just to finish the point, these people that say, and they start to attack anyone, I, I get it. It becomes a mom mentality. And let me just be also very clear, folks. At twelve thirty-seven, because there is other news, but I want to address that. You're listening to the John DePietro show on AM thirteen eighty and ninety-nine point nine FM. This is done as an attempt. What do they want to do? Discourage and frustrate. Don't cover her anymore. That's what, that's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it's always been. Nobody pay attention. Nothing to see here. Nope. Intimidate, try to, and discourage. All you can eat buffet, J. What was that all about? Screeching up in the car. Getting out in a threatening manner. What, why? How dare you look and try to draw attention to a missing person? Bizarre. That was, you know, and the same thing. I will say this, the owner of the home obviously has allies. Um, you know, I obviously we weren't covering it, uh, some other crimes that have happened. But I don't remember, I can't recall um, different examples where there's been something and something very serious, right? I mean, this is. The police were there for a month. This is a missing person. They drained the septic tank. Um, Court authorized search warrant. (sighs) Something's going on. But I I just, I don't remember situations where then the neighbors started to attack the people that were looking for information or trying to draw attention. I don't. Maybe it happens. Folks, someone that contacted me this morning said, Juan, just want to make sure you're okay, we're behind you 100%, and I appreciate that, is J. Perry Paving. High quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, 20 years experience, specialized in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating, free estimate for any project. Give them a call, 401-732-1730, 401-732-1730, letter j J. Perry Paving. Free estimate, 401-732-1730. Many times, they're also brought in to repair a job that has not been done properly. So whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed, J. Perry Paving. Affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, licensed insured contracting company, it's J. Perry Paving. Look for them on Facebook. And again, 401-732-1730. And remember, no one is better to veterans than J. Perry Paving. 401-732-1730. Letter J. J. Perry Paving. Folks, visit the website, petro.com. We do have the videos up. We have the video of me. I mean, I was live streaming as this went down. I was clearly caught off guard. I was. I was surprised. I was uh I did not think that was going to be the outcome. I did not. But you can see it on the website, petrocom which is brought to you by Brood Awakenings. Right now, you could pop in one of their three locations, Johnson, P- Cranston, Pontiac Avenue, and also Balt Hill Road in Warwick. We were there just a couple of weeks ago. Brood Awakenings. Stop in and see them. Fresh ingredients, cozy environment. It's Brood Awakenings. Um I got to admit, because of social media, some of the messages you can get. I've been hearing from some of the gang members and families of the gang members. Oh, Now you know how the people in the block. No, no, I don't know how the people that were. No, you know how the people arrested on the block. No, no, excuse me. No, I don't know how. No, they they were arrested with guns and knives and, and fighting on the ferry. There's a world of difference. Big gang members from Providence, Portugal. Oh no, maybe maybe now you know. How, no, no, I don't know. If you see the live video, I was in and out of there in an hour. I did a live stream outside the police station immediately upon release. So that that is just no, no, I don't. Oh, maybe now, maybe now you know how. No, I don't. See now you know how I people hate. Someone sent me a message. Um, Find her name, Betty something. Now you know why people hate the cops. No, I don't know why people hate the cops. No, I disagree with that. I take exception with that. See, now you agree with us. All cops are corrupt. No, they're not corrupt. Betty. Uh loudmouth. Let me guess. Never been married. <clears throat> um, no, I, I I don't come down that way. They they treated me professionally, by the book exactly how one would expect and then we will we'll take it up I I mean uh, the, the, again I get the people are delusional and then people just come out of the woodwork you know and again I'm not someone said are you reading some of the uh, what what comments oh good I'm glad glad that happened to that Trump supporter glad what does this is about a missing person's case oh good. About time He was rotten what he did to (laughs) Chafee. Chafee's now involved. Oh, good. Someone else posed. Good. After what he did, that West Greenwich drowning. What did I do with the West Greenwich drowning? We interviewed the chief. We interviewed Steven Antonson. Now, somehow, I'm to blame for the, like, what? I, I don't know, folks. People just go off the, oh, good. I'm glad that happened to him. It serves them right being a Trump supporter. Serves me right? (laughs) Freedom of the press? Think of sometimes different people in situations that have found themselves in the spotlight. And if they could just say, oh, no, no, no. Media, you're not coming here. We're going to find out. I'll tell you that. We are going to find out. Now, I recognize, and again, folks, if if you missed it. Uh, you can go to the website, com. I wanted to address it. Channel 6, I thought, had very good coverage. Um, they did reach out. Some of the others did not reach out. Uh, I can't control that type of stuff. I, I want to be very clear. I also, I do appreciate, when I glance at the Boston Globe, at least they are talking about purpose for being there was, in fact... <coughs> um, was in fact the Charlotte Lester case, right? Because some of the comments that, that have been told to me, not that I saw, but uh, been told to me. Oh, I'll bet, I'll bet he was harassing like some of the family of the gang. No, no, I was not. Har- like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> this is where Warwick police set up shop for a month. It is a missing persons case. It remains a missing persons case. We continue to push the flyer information on that case. Um, No one has been charged in that case. No one has been named a suspect in that case. It just remains open, active and open. I've spoken with law enforcement in the past and they continue to stress that it is a uh, case of priority that they continue to work on. I know we know that we're following up on different leads. And, and now it seems to be a matter of sit back and wait. But the, the bottom line on this is um, I was there to cover that it was the three month August 16th, May 16th of Charlotte Lester missing. When she went missing in May, and it was odd, warp police requesting the help of the public of a missing individual. And they had her picture they had her truck and dog. Uh, they mentioned where she was last seen: Appenog section of Warwick, near the Crow's Nest, heading up to Staples Avenue. Uh, no, I didn't think that it would be August 16th, and we'd still be talking about it. So, but I want to—I just want to filter back that that is the story. If if any good could come of this, maybe not telling people what to do maybe the rest of the media could focus a little bit on the case again maybe the rest of the media could maybe the warwick police suddenly feels maybe we need to get on it maybe we need to check out some new leads maybe we need to revisit blah 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 um if it if results in that and it causes me some inconvenience then then so be it because as listen folks and i fully recognize when we go after powerful forces, um, I go in, eyes open that there will be pushback, right? Um, but it, it pales in comparison many times. You know, it's, it's Charlotte's family that continues. You know, every, every time the phone rings, they think maybe there's an answer there. As many of you know, I covered the, you know, the Michael Woodman C. Jason Foreman case I interviewed John Foreman, many members of the family. I mean, that missing person case of Jason Foreman in Rhode Island in the mid to late 70s, in the early 80s, it absolutely destroyed, destroyed that family. And, you know, right now, the the torture of the unsolvedness, you just see the the brunt that it takes on people Um, today. Is August seventeenth, so it was August first when um, it was August first was the one-year anniversary of uh, Maya's shooting death that remains unsolved, and that has just been torture on that family, absolutely brutal torture. We started this year with Olivia Passaretti. Life ended by a total low-life dirtbag whose girlfriend then hid him. Nothing can bring her back. We have watched just the emotional rollercoaster of her family at court and Olivia's army and trying to get justice for her. So any inconvenience with Juan is it, it, it doesn't even rise to the level what these people go through. Matt Dennison, his family, Matt's militia. We will be actively engaged in that. Folks, there are there are people, you know, the individual that that, that story is is so appalling that, you know, Matt Dennison, 18 years old, Westwark hockey senior, driving back from a hockey tournament and, and at nine thirty at night and killed by a drunk driver from Newport is 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 just it's so egregious. And the lack of action of our elected officials, uh, those parents are so dynamic. I just, you know, you see what it does to them. So, you know, these idiots that are coming out and poking at me and ha ha, but like you're, you're, you're so, they're so misguided. They're so misguided. Nothing, this type of stuff is distractions. This type of stuff is distractions. These people Posting negative comments about Olivia Passeretti, her family, they're distractions. Those two individuals, Seguras and the dirtbag girlfriend, will need to be held accountable. The Matt Dennison case, that, that is just so beyond the pale. And then you come back to Maya. Think of that. Senator Mack, to this day, has never mentioned the unsolved murder. Less than a mile from her home. Wouldn't even acknowledge it. So when these things happen, folks, we we stay on it. We stay focused Um, there. There I have been speaking, obviously, with Charlotte Lester's the people behind the page, the family. Um, This we are not with them going away. This case, it's it's taking a long time. It's tough. But it's not ending, and people are not going to be persuaded away from it. So that's where we come down. And at at the end of it, it still comes down to, um, you know, part of it is social media. We saw it last week, and we saw it on this Facebook page. I mean, some of these people that are connected— for the people arrested on the ferry, all they do is point fingers and yell and criticize and yell racist and blah, blah, blah. There's, there's never accountability for the people involved. Maybe they shouldn't have been in a brawl fighting on the Block Island ferry. Maybe they shouldn't have brought a gun to Block Island. Maybe they shouldn't have been drunk and fighting and slashing people with knives. There's, there's never accountability with that crowd. It always seems to come back to how dare you people. And blah, blah, blah. And if you're you're just a white, everyone's a white racist and, and white supremacy. And it just goes on and on. So, but that is, make no mistake about it. That's a different one, right? I'm doing a live stream. in the three-month anniversary, the Charlotte went missing. The owner of the home is there. <laughs> and I'm the one. I'm the one. Arrested and taken in. That one I did not see coming. That one I did not see coming. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show is brought by Propane Plus. Call them today, 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. It's Propane Plus for all your heating and cooling. Three generations, they're available 24 seven for service and delivery, online billing. All customers receive a free safety inspection. If you order propane, call Propane Plus today. 401-885-4209 in Massachusetts. 508-252-3359 for Propane Plus. Now folks, we have a lot of info up on the website dPetro.com, which is brought to you by the Coheset Inn. Stop in and see them. Delicious lunch or dinner or drinks in the lounge. 226 Coheset Avenue in West Warwick. They're waiting for you. At the Koeson Inn. Hey, listen, and as far as the rest of the media, channel 10, 12, and 6, you could go ring the guy's doorbell. You could go try to contact the owner of the home. Maybe they can get something out of him. They could wait, try to approach him. I think a simple question. I'll even give the, the questions to be asked. Hey Mark, where's Charlotte? When's the last time you talked to her? Where do you think happened to her? Why were the police at your home? I think those are all fear questions. I'd be very curious to hear the answers. They could do that, right? Maybe now was last night. Is that an effort to intimidate the rest of the media? As some of the messages I've been getting, email from some of the neighbors saying, now watch, we sent a loud message to Channel 10, Channel 12, and 6. You are not welcome here. Well, now we'll see whether or not it's going to work. So I think it's wrong. Um, By the way, Rhode Island is one party consent. So just so everyone's clear, when I was in front of the house filming, which I've done in the past uh, and did last night, there was nothing wrong about that. Nothing wrong. I am a member of the press, the owner of the home. That was the first opportunity that I had to go and speak to that person, or at least I thought. And he was there. He was certainly home. So I thought, hey, why not give him a chance? I've been very anxious to talk to him since this thing broke. I thought last night would be an opportunity. Juan was wrong. But we will deal with it in the appropriate setting. I have uh, full confidence in the justice system. I have full confidence in Attorney Tim Dodd. I have utmost respect for law enforcement. I still um, <clears throat> still support Members of law enforcement, several members of law enforcement have reached out to me this morning. Uh, But I think it's an interesting case when you start singling out the press for what? I mean, for for ringing a doorbell when the person's there, when the police had been there. Like that's that's how it's treated. So the next time something happens and. Channel 10 or Channel 12 or the journal, whoever, they want to go and talk to someone. The person then just says, I'm going to call the police. You're trespassing on my property. (laughs) I don't know. I think that is interesting. Um, It was. It was. It was odd. It was surreal. Um, I, I, I just, I, I, I just, you know, there's other thoughts I have on it. We'll, we'll peed it out. Now, next hour, I do want to talk about this poll. We will talk about the poll. We'll give you the latest on the national stuff. But the race for governor, folks, early voting starts a week from today. Next hour, we're going to talk about that. Um, I, I don't know what's going on with the Helena folks campaign. But if they allow, well, I'm going to tell you more about what's going on. And if you missed our hour with my conversation with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe last hour, it is a post on the website. It was very good. I think... What we are seeing the results right now in Rhode Island of what happens when you make everything about ballot harvesting. When, when candidates are sending out mail ballot applications, when everything becomes a scavenger hunt. You know, if everything is about collecting votes, debate doesn't matter. Um, conversations don't matter. Going after other people don't matter. Governor McKee is, is making all these promises to all these unions. He's gonna, if he wins, he's going to bankrupt Rhode Island with all these union promises. They're not free promises, by the way. He, he's in a position that he can make these promises at our expense. We're going to have to pay for it. He's writing checks that the union special interests are going to cash with your money. That's what's going on. The fact that Governor McKee still has, right now he's the highest in that poll, that is a failure of the other people in the race. It's not a failure of the media. It is not a failure of the media that has tried to cover him, most of the members, aggressively as possible. And by the way, I also want to salute Channel 12, that they're putting an end to this nonsense and Channel 10 should follow suit, that they're not gonna have that Dr. Louis Monez as part of the Channel 12 debate, the candidates for governor. The guy is at 1% in the poll. And on Monday, he was part of a radio debate. And who do you think got the most of your time and talked the most? The guy with 1%. And Governor McKee is sitting back laughing because he's just running out the clock. That's all he wants to do. And the less people on the stage, or the more people, the more you can hide. So, now Matt Brown is now going on the air and television. He's at 8%. At least he's above 5%. But Governor McKee does not want a debate just between Nellie Gobea and Helena Folks. He does not. That Dr. Monez, Channel 10, should not include him. It's nothing personal. They shouldn't include anybody that is still polling 1% or 2%. They think, well, the debate is going to put me to the top. It's not. It's only aiding McKee. Now, Helena Folks, she's got like two weeks to get things going. Or she better just get ready with a concession speech, because it's going nowhere. Now, folks, it's 1259. We will be doing Facebook Live later. Um, next hour, I, w- I want to talk about the governor's race, what happened last night with Liz Cheney, and and a lot more. We are at a, a perilous time right now in the state. Early voting starts a week from today. It is such a joke. You can listen at the website, petro.com or- You can listen at AM 1380, 99.9 FM. It's John DiPietro. On this Wednesday, it is August 17th. We're going to break for the top of the hour, 1 o'clock news. The power hour is next. Leave it right here on The John DiPietro Show.